Good morning. Waking you up every morning. Get up. Get the F up. It's Tucker and Mora. Only 31% of men wash their hands after using a public bathroom. 65% of women wash their hands. And they found that women wash their hands significantly more often. We use more soap and we wash our hands longer. 35% of men just wet their hands. (laughs) You know that old... And then walk out. Even female medical staff in critical care units wash their hands significantly more than male medical staff with patient contact. Do you know who I have the most respect for? Yeah. Is the guys who wash their hands before they use the bathroom. Like sometimes guys will go in there and they'll give their hands a good wash and then they take care of business at the urinal and then they go back and wash them again. And it makes sense because it's like your hands could be dirty. Why would you touch Touch a part that hasn't been exposed to the world yet Mm -hmm. with the dirty hands? Mm -hmm. Why would you think, though, in this case with men that you can... Like, because you physically touch yourself. Well, sometimes people, if you're really uh, smart about it, you can kind of open everything up and, and have it just, it falls it? out. <laughs> and then you can Wait. really do it without touching it. How do you it. get it back in? As long as you got enough looseness in the pants and underwear, you can kind of just pull that out and then things flip back up. And yeah. Do you ever take like a piece of paper towel to hold? No, no, guys don't you. do that. Sorry, move. you'll hold an orange <laughs> with a paper towel over there, but you yeah. won't hold your your penis if with I, a paper if, towel? It's funny because I just went and had a piece of pizza at... Um, Costco the other day after shopping, and I never grabbed the crust with my bare hands. I always use napkins yeah. to hold it so I don't, you know. I saw you eating a donut yesterday yeah, in yeah, our yeah. meeting with a napkin. Yeah, that's right, because yeah. I couldn't wash my hands before eating it. I don't like to touch it. But you will touch. Yeah, I'll never use a napkin to touch my penis. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, you know, that's maybe weird. I should. Maybe that's the move, too. Why? Maybe that's the next step Why for not? my germ phobia. Yeah. <laughs> So that would be weird for you to see it at a urinal. Yeah, yeah that would be a your... first. If I ever saw that, it would be the first time I ever saw that. Would you be like, oh, huh, smart move. I would be like, you are taking it to the next level, brother. Good for you. Way to inspire a whole new generation of people. I think I have inspired a new generation. Yeah, that is. A, you've never seen that, Bundes? No, I would be a little weird. Like, I'd be weirded out You'd big be time. thinking, that guy's got some issues yeah. to work out. Like, Sir, I would, I'd be thinking he was doing something else at the urinal. If he grabbed, like, a oh, piece of paper towel. Oh, yeah. I'm so intrigued, you know, by that, by everything about it. Because, you know, I don't have one, so... <laughs> Yeah. I love it. I'll tell you a little inside information oh, here. Oh, okay. That nobody else listen, though. This is just between you and me. I don't okay. want other people to know. Okay, what? Sometimes you don't even know what direction it's coming out in. <laughs> you start, you think you're going aiming right, it goes to the little left. Why does that happen? I don't know. That's why guys have to be positioned in the right spot. So in case all of a sudden you're aiming right, it goes left, <laughs> that you're covered. You know when you're driving a car and the alignment's off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're turning the wheel a little bit more to the right just yeah. to go straight? Yeah. Same thing. So you might have a tendency to go right. Yes, oh. or left. Okay. Yeah. So interesting. <laughs> so interesting. Uh, I'm, I'm sure it's not that interesting. I'm sure we've just like taken it to a level where some people are like, okay, move on. John wanted to comment on this. Go ahead, John. So when I'm working on construction sites, you see guys working all different kinds of trades from all walks of life. Uh, they're peeling oranges and and eating food. Nobody washes their hands. I yeah. mean, the closest thing you have to a bathroom is a porta potty. Yeah, and you're not coming back with blue hands to what you eat your food. <laughs> these are real so, men. That's right, and it, they're eating these things, and it looks like a tennis ball from when you're playing street hockey <laughs> in the rain. Oh boy! <laughs> this is because their hands are filthy. So what you're saying is, when I eat a donut or a piece of pizza with a napkin, is that I'm soft? Yeah, man up. Yeah! <laughs> God made dirt and dirt don't hurt. <laughs> John. Oh, I love you, John. Have a good one, guys. I'm sorry I don't live up to your level of manhood <laughs> that you expect. You'll get, You'll get there. Hey, thanks for being on the show. All right, bye. Roberto, you're the guy who washes before and after using a urinal? For sure. Oh, man, there he is. <laughs> Roberto. I respect that, man. I really do. And I don't know why I don't. I just don't. My wife is going to kill me, but she tried to aim us and was a disaster. 
your wife aimed for you? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Wow! <laughs> that is fun. Serious, serious. You guys are fun. How it works. And it was a disaster. Yes, it was a disaster? <laughs> I don't understand. Wait, so, she, I didn't understand. Roberto brought his wife into the washroom and let her hold it. So, oh, just for funsies. And, <laughs> and it did not go well. It did not go well. I've never done that. <laughs> I've never done that before. Bundus? No. Never. You know what? Never, you never let somebody else drive? I literally, I, I have done that before. You have somebody yeah, with my you? ex with an ex. Yeah, yeah. outside yeah. or inside? Inside. I wanted okay. to experience it. <laughs> I think if you really want the true experience, yes. fresh snowfall outside. Then you get, then you can then start, you can really then you can start drawing and stuff. Ah. Then it becomes probably more fun. Spell your name, Roberto. I love you guys. Okay, guys. Thanks for <laughs> yeah. making my easier. That's awesome. You wouldn't believe the way Demi Lovato's team was micromanaging her. To the point where they weren't even allowing her to have a birthday cake. They were worried about all the extra calories. You know, what? you gotta you gotta fit this mold. Yeah. Her team was like literally hyper focused on what she was eating. For many years I didn't even have a birthday cake. Like I had a watermelon cake, um, where you you cut your watermelon into the shape of a cake and then you'd put fat free whipped cream on top and that was your cake. But I just really wanted birthday cake. And so this year when I turned twenty-seven Scooter Braun, my manager, gave me the the best birthday cake, and I spent it with Ariana Grande, who is one of my good friends, and we just, like, had the best birthday, and I just remember, like, crying because I was finally eating cake with a manager that didn't need anything from me. Wow, Wow, eh? that's really sad. I know Pink talked a lot about that, too, when she was first starting out. Like, people were like, oh, you got to fit this mold. Might want to think about a boob job. And she's like, What? I actually lost an audition, too. I was auditioning for a show, and uh, I got word back. Actually, they called my agent and told her that I didn't get the job because I'm too curvy. Oh, really? And then my agent told me, and I was like, Ooh. Yeah. That's a tough one, because uh, in one aspect, you know, if you're casting for something, mm-hmm. you have a vision for what you want. Mm-hmm. And if somebody doesn't fit that mold... right. If I happen to be, say, 70 pounds overweight yep. and I'm applying to be the next bachelor, I'm not getting the job. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? People have their vision for what they want. And shouldn't they be allowed to try and select what they want in order to to do that? The part that I would have a problem with would be um, your agent. You know, maybe your agent shouldn't have said anything. Should have well. just said, like, they wanted somebody else for the role, which is true. Wouldn't have been a lie. Uh, it's funny too. In in my acting class, we had an acting teacher who told all the women in the room that they had to watch it, like watch your weight. It's and he said, you know, it's not the same for guys. And mm. I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not sugarcoating it. It's not the same for the men. They don't have to watch it as much as the women do. And you you know, he was just being straight up with us. Well, think of all the interviews we've done with actors who've been on, you know, network television shows. Yeah. They the women are wafer thin. Yes. Like almost all of them, unless it's not their character. Mm-hmm. You know, like Chrissy Metz on This Is Us right. is playing someone they cast her For as an overweight reason. person because they wanted to have an overweight person mm-hmm. as part of that lineup. I don't think it was just a oh well, she's good and overweight, we can work that into the script. Like they knew what they wanted. Yeah, I remember Julianne Moore saying, I'm always hungry. I'm oh. always hungry. Does that not suck? Yeah, right? Demi Lovato was talking about that all this micromanagement and everything just led to the relapse that eventually led to the accidental overdose. Over the years, it progressively got worse and worse with people checking my what my orders at Starbucks were. Just little things like that. It led me to being really, really unhappy. My bulimia got really bad and I asked for help and I didn't receive the help that I needed. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm six years sober, but I'm miserable. I'm even more miserable than I was when I was drinking. Why am I sober? I reached out to the people that were on my team and they responded with like, you're being very selfish. This would ruin things for not just you, but for us as well. (laughs) Yeah, right. Wow, I actually can't believe she's being that honest on, like, a national television show. Yeah, because people can easily figure out who who was on her team was. They would know that. But you know what? Good for her. Good for her. If that's the way they were treating her. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's one thing if you ask for someone to coach you through life. 
You know, like there's times where I could probably use somebody over my shoulder saying, hey, come what? on. Watch the cake. <laughs> double, double stuff Oreos. You really going to have four of those, Tucker? And I'd be like, uh, you want one. One's never enough. Yeah. Three's like feels just a bit short. Four, I'm done. Well, I just need four. four. But they have to be double stuff. <laughs> So, like, if you ask someone to intervene yes. and to coach you, yes. that's one thing. But when you want something and then people are just selfishly saying, you can't do that, it's going to hurt us, too. Oh, man. It reminds me yeah. of going home after putting on the Freshman 15 for Christmas and asking at the Christmas table for someone to send the sour cream down or it was the butter or it could have been both. Like first year university, yeah, eating yeah. in a cafeteria, yeah. like unlimited oh, meals. I probably put on 25 pounds. And I was at like a big family dinner. And as the sour cream and butter was being passed down the table to me, everyone was going, oh. <laughs> 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 really? And then I asked you something else. It was like, oh. oh <laughs> Is that not too? That's probably Demi Lovato's every day. <laughs> God. <laughs> you know? Your family's really hard on you. They're the worst. <laughs> But of, I love them. But yeah. they're the worst. But they can be real dicks oh, sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah, you said it. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that guy who went into a Walmart and he licked a tub of ice cream from the freezer and then put it back and it was all for the grand? Oh, yeah, there were a bunch of people that did that. Yeah. It turned into a thing it that was, was thing. infuriating, right? It was gross. I mean, imagine the coronavirus was just starting to break. Yeah. Like... People get sick from that. Was it worth all the Instagram views? And this was not the original guy who started the whole trend. Uh, this was just a copycat. So he's going to jail. Not even his dumb idea, you <laughs> dummy. You're too dumb to even think of a dumb idea. Imagine doing he's this. He's going to jail? He's going to jail. Yes. For 30 days. A yeah. whole month. It's a serious thing, tampering with food like that. That's a really serious thing. Something I found Screw out. Screw him. I'm glad he's going to jail. This is crazy, though. He actually bought the tub of ice cream after. Like, he maybe oh. just did, like, a whole thing Why are you Instagram? taking away this from me? Why are I'm you taking sorry. this away from me? I'm sorry. Why are you trying to create some sympathy for this guy? He bought the tub afterwards, but... Was that after he got caught? They no, saw him? Or no. he just did he it? He filmed it, put it back for Instagram and then later bought the tub. They How do we know he actually bought it, though? Uh, d surveillance footage. Oh, okay. But because we couldn't be sure if he bought the tub he licked, they still had to throw out all of that brand of ice cream. And it was a specific brand that he touched, and so they threw out that entire stock. Okay. So it's, that's not the only thing. He's got probation for 180 days. He has to pay a $1,000 fine, and then he has to pay uh, the creamery that he was licking uh, $1,500. Wow. And uh, I wonder if it's worth it now looking back, because he did get a lot of views on that video. <laughs> Here's the thing. I think we need to start getting way more creative with our punishments. Mm -hmm. Like for 30 days, we should have strangers go and lick his food <laughs> and then force him to eat it. And we get to pick who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every day it's a surprise. Yeah. He's coming in and they go, you serve him a dish and uh -huh. then you bring some like rotty looking person in there <laughs> and they just give that food a nice big lick and then he has to sit there and eat it while looking at the person who licked it do that for 30 days straight to me that's a better punishment than sending him to jail does he need to be locked up is he a threat to the public yeah that's it. those jails are so damn expensive you know, well, granted, he's not going to serve 30 days. It's going to be, you know, probably a third of that. But then this is going to be on his record forever, you know? Well, that good, he was in good. jail. And it's for an Instagram video? It's insane to me. Well, stop being stupid with the gram. Something happened to me yesterday. I was walking downtown and a man stopped me and asked if I was a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> This is never. Wow. Ne <laughs> okay, I knew you guys would appreciate it, but yes. not this much. <laughs> yes. What were you wearing? <laughs> First of all, 
It's a very sexist thing to say about this. But what were you wearing? I want to know more about this. You, yeah. you, you walk out. You're I'm, on the sidewalk in front of the hotel. Well, that's where I, I was trying to figure out where he got that idea from. Uh huh. But I, I was literally probably about a block away from the hotel at this point. So it may been have been based more on what I look like as opposed to me being in the proximity of a downtown hotel. Yeah, walking out. Right? But maybe in the he afternoon. saw me. Maybe he saw me coming out of the hotel. I don't know. But it seemed like he was in a rush. Like he was uh, little, running out of time. You know, his wife was going to be back from the hair appointment <laughs> at 630. Yeah. He needed to lock someone down before. He was a little bit in a rush. Okay. I'm not sure if he was a tourist or not, but he did have like a French accent. I was dressed up too. And oh, so you like, you worked on your outfit. I worked you on my about outfit. It. Yes. Was I was it? wearing more makeup than usual, but still I was slightly insulted. Okay. <laughs> so he came out of nowhere and he said, Oh, excuse me, are you a prostitute? <laughs> it sounds better with the French accent. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Are you a prostitute? And I said no. And then did you did you feel like you needed to be extra Canadian and apologize? No, I'm sorry. I'm not. No, I was kind of like no, no. And you just then, said no. I think it's what he did after that that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. He grabbed my arm and started kind of laughing and gesturing like I guess that he would have meant that it was kind of like a compliment or like he was like oh of course you're not but you're beautiful anyway you excuse is that that insane holy do you ever take a chance and ask somebody that that's a really tough one because you know if you're I mean, there's some areas where clearly there mm. are prostitutes out there right. doing their thing, mm-hmm. male, female, whatever. Um, do you, yeah, you know, how do you know for sure? Just ask. You just ask, I guess. <laughs> but I mean, you could be a high-end prostitute. There are a lot of those that hang out in hotel lobby sure. bars. And I've gotten caught thinking that they weren't when they really were and when i was trying to pursue something further it's it's like pay up yeah, on this. yeah <laughs> so you had the opposite yeah experience where you, you're like hitting on them and they're like well, yeah hit- i'm a sure thing you just got to give me cash <laughs> maybe you know what i suspect would have happened is that he saw you leave the hotel mm-hmm. it's like uh, late afternoon yeah you're a pretty woman you had uh, you're walking alone mm-hmm. and he just thought oh she was probably in there servicing a client and uh, is coming out here and Probably. What the hell, guys? It's I know. Still, it's a crazy assumption to make. It's a crazy assumption. It's even assumption. crazier to think that, you know, you could go up to someone and just ask them. Man. Well, yeah. And then I was like, well, what... It, what uh, this outfit, like, I started feeling sad about the outfit I had chosen. You oh, know, no, I think you should be happy about it. It sounds like a compliment <laughs> no, in some respects. But I, what were you wearing? A leather jacket with, you know, with the tassels. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. that jacket yeah, I had, yeah. and then I had the fur thing as well. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I was wearing like yeah, a fur yeah. collar. Yeah, fur collar. Tasseled jacket. <laughs> tasseled jacket. Yeah. <laughs> and a short skirt. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, my inspiration. I don't know where he would have got the. Idea. Idea that you're a prostitute. That's shocking. (laughs) You know what? I feel like I can't comment any further because I'm just going to get myself in trouble. Did you ask how much he was willing to pay at all by any chance? No, No, I did not. If you could find out how much someone was willing to pay to have sex with you, wouldn't you want to know what that number was? It's funny you bring that up because Paul sent us a text. Yeah. He said, Maura, you should have at least bartered to see what you felt your price range was with the guy who uh, asked me if I was a prostitute yesterday. Yeah, like you were in perfect position to just find out what your street value is. And if I could find that out... About yourself? I think I'd want to know. (laughs) <laughs> I think I'd want to know what someone would be willing to pay right, but to have is... a piece of this. Because I suspect not a lot, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. Would, would you want to know or would you, like, if someone could provide you an envelope with 
everything that you would need to know, Mm -hmm. like your hourly, daily, weekly, monthly rate would be, Mm. would you want to know what those numbers were or would you rip up that envelope and throw it in the garbage? I'd be curious. I think it'd be fun to know. (laughs) You might have some things to work on (laughs) to get that number up. It'd be good to know. I mean, I look. Yeah. I'm not uh, anti-prostitution. I think if they could find a way to do it that people weren't being trafficked and, you know, and people who just wanted to be in that industry could work freely and safely, Mm -hmm. I'm fine with it. Mm -hmm. It's the oldest profession in the world, after all. Mm -hmm. But uh, I wouldn't choose that for me. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't be something I would want to do. But I would want to know how much I could get on the market <laughs> if that information was available, available. to you, right? Yeah. Yeah, what so would be I your sh- guess? Like, what would be your guess? I don't know. Like, I would want to go with uh, indecent proposal money. So, oh, like, yeah? a million dollars. Wasn't that what... Uh, what who, it was Demi Moore. Uh, Woody Harrelson and Robert Redford right. were in that movie. And Robert Redford played this rich, like, tycoon-type dude who offered to pay Demi Moore a million dollars. If she would have a night with him. One night. And, and they she, agreed, and, right? And Woody, you know, they needed some cash. A million right. dollars was a lot of money. Yes. So Demi Moore and Woody Harrelson hashed it out and agreed to... Uh, <laughs> well, I don't want to ruin the movie. <laughs> it's pretty no, old, that I think I was four when it came out. Right. But, uh, <laughs> well, yeah. that's interesting. I mean, a million dollars. Yeah, a million dollars. And then dollars? I think his whole thing was he was really just trying to grab her. And his whole thing was like... I can't. I if I were with you, I would have never agreed to <gasps> share you with anyone for any amount of money. Right. And he started getting in her, head, in her head, and then that started creating tension with Woody Harrelson. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, I can't remember who got who in the end, or if everyone just walked away in their own directions. But it was not great for the relationship. It definitely put a strain on things. It put a strain on things. Yeah. See, a million dollars. Oh, man, I'm getting offers from the 647. Oh, come on. Don't do that. 500 for half an hour. Come on. Oh, stop. Come on. Random. Interesting. Interesting. You had the chance to find out, and you opted not to no. take it. But it happened too quick. You know, if it happened again, you might handle yourself differently. Um, no, I, th- I just felt creeped out by the guy that asked me that and wanted to get out yeah. of the situation as quickly as possible. That's creepy. Middle of the afternoon. Everyone's outside walking around. And he chose you. Yeah. I would never take my oh, chances and ask somebody on the never. street if they were a prostitute. Well, that's why they have the internet, you know? There's places you can look up and find for sure. Yeah. He There's must, no question. He must have been pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know? He's like, yeah, I bet. I wonder what his story is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when he's what's with he, his buddies. What's he telling his buddies now? I went up to this girl and I'm like, are you a prostitute? She's like, no. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> that's you know? exactly how it happened. <laughs> Who has the better sex life, meat eaters or vegetarians? Mm. I'm going to say meat eaters. Oh, yeah? With all that protein? Just the protein. Not that you can't get protein other places, but the iron, everything. I'm going to say meat eaters. Okay, okay. All right, funness, funness. Uh, I'm going meat eaters, yeah. Yeah, well, you guys are both wrong. I don't know. I'm not sure if I agree with this already. Vegetarians are having better sex than you are, and they're having it more often. Well, whoever came up with this study (laughs) should never see me eat a hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) First, okay, first I take the dog. I crush the dog right away. Oh, yeah. And then what I do to that bun after is, it's like magic. It's It's like, what do you do with the bun? Oh, I don't eat it. If I told you what I did with that bun... You'd fall in love with me. <laughs> so 84% of vegetarians are very satisfied with their sex life compared to 59% of meat eaters. Mm. Over half of all vegetarians claim to have sex three to four times a week. Okay, meat eaters, yeah. you're only getting it on once a week. It's because we're too busy eating meat. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, quality over quantity. Thank you very ah. much. Also, if you've ever seen me eat a whole pork tenderloin <laughs> with my bare hands... <laughs> No, you I- would realize that this is a guy who's having great sex. <laughs> <laughs> you eat an entire pork tenderloin with your bare hands? If you saw what I could do to a rack of ribs, Mora, <laughs> and you saw how clean all the bones were after, yeah, yeah, you'd be like, that guy has got skills that are transferable oh. in more places than just a kitchen table. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, what about this? Fifty-nine uh, percent yeah. of vegetarians describe themselves as givers, and only 
35% of meat eaters describe themselves as, as givers. If you saw me serve a plate of burgers to a group of people, you'd be like, that guy's a giver. Well, the I don't thing even is, know what that means, Maura. I'm just throwing it out there. You give it. You I don't, don't take agree it. with this study one bit. Vegetarians eat foods that are known for their aphrodisiac properties. That's why, yeah. and they have more. They're just their sex drive is better. If you saw me eat a tray of oysters <laughs> without hands, <laughs> you'd be like that meat eater. <laughs> You're eating a tray of oysters with no hands. Just so I can show off my mouthing skills. Oh, yeah, baby. That I'd like to Sometimes see. Sometimes I do the alphabet in the oyster shell <laughs> with my tongue. I just start to... drawing letters and oh, stuff. Oh, wow. Just to dislodge it? So yeah, you can couldn't do it? that with a tray of uh, wheat thins, <laughs> could I? <laughs> No, you couldn't, buddy. That's right. Disagree vehemently with this study. (laughs) Okay. So what do you have to go through with somebody before you can actually call them your best friend? Like, what does it take to make it to the best friend level? Yeah, well, I can think of reasons why we're not best friends. (laughs) Even though you claim to call me one of your, or your best friend. You are my best friend, but it doesn't go both ways. I'll tell you why. I am not Tucker's best friend. Because you're, it's, you're incapable of having a best friend (laughs) because you don't have any room for one. Your best friend is, uh, your world is in your uh, apartment. It's like you, your kid, and your husband, and you're incapable of having a proper best friend. My husband is my best friend. That's right. And so you, and you won't allow your yourself to have another best friend you want to know why we're not best friends why we've never done a road trip for fun the two of us if it wasn't work related oh yeah i've never seen you naked is another reason <laughs> oh you best friends w- wouldn't naked. care you know you'd be like doing things because you're best friends yeah. i've seen all my best friends almost completely naked yeah and Women i've done too? uh well i don't have any female that are friends that i would classify as best friends except for me you're a good friend. You're not a best. Okay. You, you don't reach that best category. See, he likes he likes the chase. When is the, when is the, when? No, you you're just disappointed. You're not getting the answer you want. When have we ever done anything? Just listen, the two of us listen. that wasn't work related, oh. other than me stopping by your bar. I was just going to bring up you stopping by the bar. Yeah, well, there you go. I put in more effort than you do. We go out for breakfast, and you're breakfast? calling me a best friend. Yeah, we go out for breakfast. Right? Yes. And we've gone out for dinner before. We've gone out for dinner? That's true. Okay, listen. We're good friends. Here are the things you need to be able to call yourself a best friend. These are these are the top six ways you can discover okay. if you guys are best friends or not, okay? Sure. Number one, you have to have been friends for at least four years. Check! Yeah. Number two, showing loyalty and having each other's back. No. Nope. I would say you've shown loyalty to me. Oh. Uh, you used to fight to have my name on the show. Remember yeah, you used yeah. to bring that up a lot? What have you done for me, though? Let me think about that <laughs> in terms of loyalty. Well, I'm still here. <laughs> here I am. Oh, yeah, doing that's true. A show you show up. You. you show up. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, regularly one. talking or texting at least once a day. Yup. Ring the bell. <laughs> Ring the bell. Almost every day. Going on a road trip together? Yeah. No. It was work related. (laughs) We've never done a road trip. Uh, Going on vacation together? Yes. Only for work. Didn't feel like it was for work, did it? And number six, going through something traumatic together. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. We've We've done that. We've done that. Lost our job together. Got drunk later that day. Drank tequila together right after. I can't believe I'm not your best friend. What's the point of doing a show with somebody who's not your best friend? You're a really good friend, <laughs> and I love you, but okay, you haven't earned the spot. All right, going to keep working over here. I got some texts here. We were talking about how you can qualify for a best friend based on all of this research. And a couple of the things is you have to have been friends for at least four years. Yeah. You have to have gone on a road trip together. So Brad sent us a text saying, my best friend is my wife, and I'm not kidding. We have been best friends for almost 30 years, and I don't know how anyone could call their spouse anything other than your best friend. Why be together if you're not connected in that fashion? <laughs> I, I 100% agree. Uh, 100%. My husband is my 
my best friend. I know. You have no room for any other best friends no, in your you're world. My because second best yeah, friend. Yeah, but you would never do something with me that didn't involve your husband. Like, for example, I've invited you down to my boat. Right? Mm-hmm. I said, oh, come down, like, spend a couple nights. I can show you what it's like. You can't really relate to it. I do it almost every weekend from, you know, end of May to end of September. Right. And uh, you would never do that without Matt. And Matt wouldn't be comfortable on the boat. Right. He's so he's so tall. Like, he wouldn't, his head would hit the ceiling probably. Yeah. He's 6'5". Yeah. You would never do that. But you would do that with your best friend. And um, and this is the fear. Look, I love my I've wife. I've on your boat before. With your husband. Only when Matt was available. You would never <laughs> do anything with me if it wasn't work-related or it wasn't super convenient for you. <laughs> Everything has to be super convenient for Maura. No. For her to oh, want no. to take part, and Matt has to be a part of the equation, which is almost impossible to line you two up uh, time-wise when you run a business that's busiest on weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I love my wife, and she's a really good friend as well. But your best friend? If, if your wife is your best friend, who do you talk to when your wife is annoying you? <laughs> you talk to your wife. What? Because they're your best friend, so you can be open about that. Can you that. turn that? Is, that? is that how it works? Am I able to be like, hey, can I talk to my uh, best friend now and put no, uh, not my wife? And then be like, oh my God, Deb is so annoying right now. No, they're the both. They're both at the same time. <laughs> how about this, though? Uh-huh. I also think it's a little risky for people like you and uh, Brad. Brad. Mm-hmm. You and Brad. You're putting all your eggs in one basket there. Yeah. If you if your life revolves around one person and one person only, what happens when something happens with that one person? Let's just say uh, one scenario could be your husband cheats on you mm-hmm. or leaves you for another woman. Mm-hmm. You will be lost. Uh, another thing would be if something happened health-wise with your uh, husband or wife. Yeah. And all of a sudden they're no, no longer with us. A like if you you're putting in fear is a life half no. lived. I'm sorry. I happen to be best friends with my husband. That's fine. You're but making it sound like it's a nightmare. My, it's not. This is my thing. It's not a nightmare. It's I, the best. There's no such thing as having one best friend. Or if that's the case, it's kind of sad. I have multiple best friends in my life. How is it that I'm not one of those people, though? I don't understand. You say I have multiple. Because you don't give yourself to me like my best friends would give themselves to oh, me. Please. What if I said, hey, I'm uh, going across, I'm going uh, down uh, the other end of Lake Ontario, and then I'm bringing the boat down. It's going to be a two-day trip. Come along with me. You'd never do it. You'd never do it. <laughs> You've got all your eggs in one basket. Let's just hope it pans out. Celeste says... I'm putting everything on red. Spin the wheel. <laughs> it's not a gamble. It's not a gamble being with my best friend. No. I'm not saying being with your best friend. I'm saying have more than one. Open yourself up a little bit. You are my other best friend. Yeah, but you don't but act not like that. you're accepting of me. <laughs> what the hell? What Les do you says, think? I'll be your best friend, Mora. I had a female best friend. Yes. Grade seven-ish. She taught me how to French kiss. Oh, Boom. that's, a, that's a great friend. That's a great. That is somebody who's a best friend. No one else was going to French kiss me. Oh, she dug in. Give me a little. Not everyone likes a foot long hot dog, Tucker. Some people prefer a nice breakfast sausage, smaller, compact, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> different strokes for, for different, different folks. folks. Yeah. yeah. There's a new dating site open to men who have below average sized junk. You can only sign up if you're packing less than five and a half inches there. I, I, I thought five and a half was pretty average. Standard, so it has I know. to be less than five and a half. Less than five and a half. How do you how do you prove that? Like you have to take a picture and send it over? I do I, not know. I bet you it has more to do with if uh, you have an encounter with somebody and you've been lying. And uh, they could report you. But why would somebody want to get on there? Yeah. And, because... Because uh, it'd be like if I went on Grinder. Mm-hmm, I'm not yeah. a gay man. I'm not looking for gay encounters. Right. Lots of people are, and the service is perfect for them. Yeah. But if I got on there, what would be the point what of that? So why point? would be what would be the point of somebody who had like a eight inch or getting on there just to like, oh, I fooled you. <laughs> yeah, that's not cool. <laughs> yeah. By the way, a lot of the women who are signing up for this website appreciate that sizes and everything as well. It's more what you do with it that counts. Well, some people I knew a woman who had a real hard time. 
uh, with intercourse because of the physiology of her body. Exactly. And there was a lot of pain involved yes. if, if anybody was of a certain size or larger. Yes. So I could see this being perfect for somebody. You know, look. Absolutely. It, there's lots of reasons why that may be your preference. Well, it might be your preference for that reason. Uh, and there's a lot of women like that. It might be your preference because that's what you're into. And there's yeah. a lot of people like that, too. Have you ever dated somebody who could qualify for this new dating sure, site? Sure, guys. Yeah. It's very common. I think a lot of times what you're seeing in the videos that you watch make you feel pretty yeah. insecure. Everybody comes in different shapes and sizes, right? Of course. I mean, I'm no Dirk Diggler here. Right. Uh, Yeah. Most people aren't, by the way. Yeah. I feel like I'm pretty average. This dating site is called Dinky One, and it already has almost 28,000 people on there. It's a terrible name. Terrible. Terrible name. (laughs) Name. They need someone in marketing over there. Yeah. Like what? But, hey, a lot of people signing up for it. Have you ever been with someone who's the opposite? Who is like a Dirk Diggler? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. And that guy, by the way, very self-conscious about it, did not like it, wishes that it was smaller because it was hurting his partners. Yeah. Uh, You could only be in certain positions, really limited what he could do. Yeah. So he wasn't thrilled about it, I'll tell you that. If you had to choose between one extreme or the other... I'm going average every time, yeah, guys. Yeah. Honestly, average is great. No, I'm not. I, I don't mean that. But like, if if it, oh, on like, the micro, side micro. of like, well, whatever. On the, micro people, or macro? People qualify <laughs> for this service, or people who wouldn't qualify. Uh, I don't want to make people side. feel bad but, on either end. Okay, pluses and minuses to everybody. To everyone, you just weigh it out. It's the person that counts. And again, if you're in a situation where you can't use it because it's making someone feel uncomfortable, there are other things you can do. That's right. And it's what you do with those other things that really make you shine. There you go. (laughs) Am I right? Thank you, Mara. You feel better now? Feel better now. Everyone feels good? Yeah, feel good. When's the last time you heard someone say, you know what the world needs? A bunch of white, old British guys doing rap music. (laughs) That's what the world needs more of. Never have I heard someone ask that. Let me tell you something. There is a rap group, hip hop group Mm -hmm. from the UK, and they are collecting some momentum. These guys are all old dudes. Like you look at them and it's like, you know, being with grandpa and his buddies. Okay. And Do they have a name? Pete and Boz. This is a song called Window Frame. What? I know. Is there like a music video to go with this? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Does it involve a car on fire or anything like that? No, nah, don't watch it. It's going to ruin it for you. Oh. Really? Because you're going to see a bunch of old guys and you're going to be like, this isn't right. It's not right. I know we shouldn't make, you know, generalizations, but we do. Cash, baby, do the math. This video's got almost a million views right now. It's blowing up. Coolest grandpas ever. Right? They're fired up. Would you would you ever guess that these guys look like they're, you know, like 70-ish? There's one, plus or minus? The one rapper there, the second guy that came in, has a bit of like a horsey sound to him. I don't want to hear another word from your mouth, yeah. and I came to collect this paper. Yeah, but so does Lil Wayne. Yeah, you listen just, to him, and he sounds like he could be 60 now. He sounds like he smokes a couple packs a day or yeah, something like that. I right? like that. It's street cred right there. And now, I, I wonder if they can rap better if they take their teeth out. <laughs> <laughs> Makes spit and fire easier. Yeah, maybe. I've never heard a seven-year-old talk so fast. 
right? Yes. Like, usually they're struggling to get the words out. Usually it's a joke, <laughs> right? And the joke is on them right. when they're trying to rap. Right, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. this time everyone's like, yeah, man. It's <laughs> really good. I don't know how good the rhymes are. Like, it's kind of hard to hear, you know, I'm not listening to all the words, it which I tend not to. great. The rhymes sound great to yeah. me. Yeah. Baby, do the math. Heavy <laughs> stacks. Pete and Boz, and it's spelled Pete, P-E-T-E-N-B-A-S, if you want to look up. they got a bunch of songs there. Yeah, people are loving it. Chef like Gordon, pull out the and I boot his Guys, angry, I love it. I wonder if you asked them 40, 50 years ago if they ever thought they'd get into rap music. You know, what did they do before this? Were they in the music industry already? I'm pretty sure, Maura, before this, they were handing out Werther's Originals. <laughs> Want to have a better session in the bedroom? Then you need to practice the six-minute rule. Is it something you do before in preparation to the big night? Or is it something you do while you're engaged in intimate relations with that special person? It's kind of like, yeah, it's something you do while engaged in intimate relations. Both men and women, they say are much more likely to be satisfied if they engage in six minutes or more of post-sex affection. Mm. We're talking about the spoon, the cuddling, kissing, six minutes. (laughs) I was waiting for that. You let us down on that one, didn't you? Are you sure? Listen to this. Even if it's a casual encounter, six minutes of cuddling afterwards can change everything because both of you are more likely to feel better about the encounter. Okay, so even if it is a hookup and you don't want to see them, if you want everyone walking away feeling happy, six minutes. Six minutes. (laughs) Bunnis, that's six minutes? Does that feel like an eternity to you? Yeah, I I can't do it. (laughs) You can't do it? I'm not not really good at that, Six minutes would be too much for you? Yeah, I'm like, generally speaking, like only with like girlfriends that I've dated like Seriously, yeah, have yeah. I ever been really able to do that? Mm-hmm. I can't do that with just random. Otherwise, you're up in the bathroom and like immediately, immediately after. after yeah, well, six minutes it. ago was a different situation. <laughs> we were very close, and now you can't cuddle me. Come on, Bundus. This is also experts say the perfect time to bring up what you liked and maybe what you didn't like in a more gentle way. <laughs> I got a couple of tips for you, Maura. (laughs) (laughs) People are more receptive and willing to hear feedback in those moments, especially if you're cozy and cuddling. I don't even know if I believe that. I think the time to let someone know what you like is while it's happening in that moment. Well, maybe you're trying uh, to... You're looking back on that experience of what happened and what stood out to you. So you want to break it down after. That sounds like a great idea. Sounds like a quick way to get that person to leave. (laughs) Want to just to review what just transpired? Take a a couple of mental notes there. Exactly. Yeah, that thing you did wasn't a fan. Next time, try it like this. See you later. She'll get up or he'll get up and walk away. I would at least if someone told me like you bring it up in a better way. Listen, you're spooning in this instance, okay? So you bring things up gently because you're being sweet to one another you guys hate that tip eh? that tip sucks <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to spoon either i thought you i know i don't a- mind spooning i'm just i was uh my expectations were here oh, coming into this story right. and uh, they're leaving down here well maybe you should try the six minute rule and i, then I sometimes me. do the six minute rule yeah yeah, depending. I mean, look, it's not just about me. It's a mutual thing. Mm-hmm. My wife might want to get up just as quick as I do sometimes. Sure. Other times we both hang out for a bit. Yeah. Do you find the times that you both hang out better? Not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> this story sucks. Did All I mention right. that? Yeah. Right. No, I, I don't know. Everything. There's no one thing that I find is uh, ideal. Lindsay says, I've been with my husband for 14 years. We've never had six minutes after. <laughs> ever. <laughs> okay, the next big fashion trend for men. Is it the pearl necklace? Stop giving the options because Bundes laughs every time. <laughs> pearl necklace. Oh, pearl stop necklace. it. Grow yeah, up. Yeah. It's like asking Bundes which karate belt he'd rather earn. The yellow belt, the green belt, or the brown belt. Uh, <laughs> look at him snur smirk over there. I don't there. know that reference, uh, but okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> the extra wide-legged jean. Yeah. Or the see-through plastic shirt. 
This is specifically for men. Keep in mind. I have a feeling you're gonna go with wide-legged. I yeah. Say wide-legged jeans. Wide-legged yeah. jeans. I've seen a lot of women wearing the super wide legs again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's actually the pearl necklace bundit. Yes, it is. Harry Styles, Pharrell, ASAP Rocky, Pierce Brosnan. They've all started to wear pearl necklaces. It can be a short one. It can be multiple layers, just a single one. I have pearl necklaces that I have. Bundus cannot keep a straight face <laughs> You're going to have to leave the room. Are you going to have, have to leave the room, room yeah. <laughs> He's not mature enough. He's not mature enough to have this conversation. It. <laughs> it's just killing him. He's like sweating over there. What? He can't resist. What is your problem, Bundus? <laughs> it is a nice look. You know, it's very classy. <laughs> what? the hell? I know. I, it's him. <laughs> uh, I, I I, mean, I wear a version of a pearl bracelet right now. Do you? Well, it's black, but it's like black oh, yeah. circulars, beads. And it's like a black pearl necklace, but this is like a yeah. white pearl necklace. <laughs> Bundus, stop. stop it. I can't. Okay, turn it. away. Turn, turn away. away. You're not allowed to look at us <laughs> look anymore. At Grow up. <laughs> This is why yeah. he's not with anyone long term. Big pearls. <laughs> too, he's not mature enough to handle a real relationship. Little pearls. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. It's, it's all, good. all gravy, baby. Yeah, do you put a little knot in the long necklaces? You can do down? a knot. I mean, Harry Styles and Pharrell are really like ahead of the curve. Well, they're always outrageous. And here's the thing a lot of the things they wear will never, ever be in style. Like that hat? Remember the yeah. Pharrell Were we hat? all wearing the Pharrell hat after that? <laughs> no, unless you physically worked for the RCMP, you know, and you were wearing the special dress uniform, right. nobody wore the hat. That was so, like a two-foot-tall hat that he was wearing, if you don't remember. Yeah, it, was it essentially looked like the hat that the guy who was in charge of Curious George would yes, wear. Yes, yes, that you guy. You know what I mean? Who was that guy? That anyway? guy, I don't know. Just want you to tell us about that trip you had to cancel. Yeah. In light of all the COVID-19 stuff going on. And I'll look into the future and tell you why it's probably best you didn't even go on that trip in the first place. <laughs> so we start with Trish. Trish, tell us about that trip you had to cancel. So I had to cancel my trip to Florida. I was taking my son and I was going with my girlfriend. Now let me tell you something about your canceled trip to Florida. Do you want me to look into my crystal ball and see exactly what would have happened? Yes. <laughs> Makes me feel better. <laughs> If you had gone to Florida, what am I seeing here? Oh no, you're in the water in the ocean. And all of a sudden, there's a shark headed your way. Oh God. They're yelling, Trish, Trish, get out of the water. Swim, Trish. But you can't hear them. (laughs) The wind is too strong. Here comes the shark now. He's got you by the leg. Oh, there goes your leg. Oh, no. (laughs) Now you're trying to swim with just one leg. That's not very efficient. (laughs) The good news is you did make it back to the beach, and they've tied off your leg. You're going to be fine. Oh, God. But you're coming back to Canada with one less leg. Oh, God. Well, I'm glad I didn't know. You see? You did the right thing. That's right. We're going to go to Helen now. Uh, What trip did you have to cancel, Helen? Oh, so we were supposed to go on an Alaskan cruise. Mm. Mm. I hear that an Alaskan cruise is, like, life-changing. Yeah. So beautiful. It it can be, Maura. It can be most of the time. But in this case, I don't know. Do you want me to look into the future of what would have happened if you hadn't canceled your June Alaskan cruise? Sure. I can see it now. You're on the Alaskan cruise. Everything is great. You're having a wonderful night. You've just had dinner. You're out for a walk at the front of the boat. There's your husband. He's holding your arms out, and you're saying, I'm the king of the world. You're right at the bow of the boat, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a freaking iceberg no. right there. <laughs> it scrapes along the side of the boat. Oh, along the Nobody side. could see it because it was so calm out there. <laughs> and foggy? Was it foggy? Uh, it wasn't foggy so much as it was just calm and dark. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Next thing you know, the ship is sinking. You're in the middle of nowhere. You're in Alaska. <laughs> and uh, there you and your husband are floating in the water. And there's a door. And then uh, you climb on the door. Your husband tries to get on there. And he can't fit. There's no room. Oh, no. The whole thing falls. So they do, you got to get back on there. And then your husband just stays there freezing. And slowly, slowly gets cut tired. Can't quite hold on anymore. And then a rescue boat comes and picks both of you up, and you're going to be fine. <laughs> but Thanks still, God. it was a, a terrible experience. See? Yeah. Aren't you glad? So glad. It, that just sounded so familiar. I know. Yeah. And the funny thing is, nobody got sick on the boat at all. The boat was fine. Everybody was fine. <laughs> that was your future. Helen, Helen. I wonder if Helen also had... Uh, an affair with a really rich guy on the boat. No, 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 no. No rich guy? No. First class? Oh. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Helen, thank you. Thank you. Tucker and Mora making you feel better about those trips you had to cancel. Mm-hmm. Never believe what would have happened if you had gone on that trip. Uh, Vicky, tell us about the trip you had to cancel. So my husband and I booked this trip before the whole virus thing went viral. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Where were you headed? We were headed to Boca Raton in Florida. Let me tell you what would have happened, though, if you would have gone to Boca Raton, Florida, (laughs) if you're prepared for this. I see the future. (laughs) I see what would have happened if you would have followed through on the trip, Vicky. Uh, There you are. You're on the beach with your husband. And, you know, Boca Raton has a lot of planes flying over it. Oh, no, there's like an American Airlines plane, and it looks like they're having some sort of septic issue because (laughs) all the sewage is frozen on the side of the plane in one of those big masses. Oh, wait, no, it's just falling off the plane, and there it goes. (laughs) Falling from the sky. Oh, no, where's it going to land? Oh, no, where's it going to land? No. Right on your husband's shoulder. Oh. Oh. Well, this is my husband and not me. Oh boy! Well, no, you got splattered all over you. Your husband, his shoulder is separated. What? Oh god! What? Now he's got to go to the hospital ah. and get that looked at. Oh my god! You know what? The bill just came in from the hospital. Thirty-five thousand dollars. Now you got to sue American Airlines. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. You should have just snapped that shoulder back <gasps> in place yourself, Vicky. That's your future. <laughs> Olga, uh, tell us about the trip you had to cancel. Oh, we were going to take our three kids to a water park. It's a good thing you canceled that trip. If you want, I can uh, tell you what your future would have looked like had you gone. Sure. I'm seeing it now. You've packed your bags. You've traveled. You're in the water park. So excited. Your kids are so excited. Look at all these rides. Look at all this fun we're going to have. But no, it was never meant to be. Because just as you take your first steps into the water park, it turns out... A kid has fouled the pool. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, no. You're there. Nobody can go in. The pool's fouled. Going to have to clean the whole system out. Afternoon. Sorry, everybody. Go back to your rooms. Nothing to see here. Blah, 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 blah. See, Olga? See, there you go. That's what uh, I mean. You wouldn't even be able to use the park because of all the, uh, you know, the the fouling. That would have happened. That would happen on any day, actually. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm I'm telling you, it would have happened for sure if you had gone. That's what the future was saying. Yeah. I have a feeling that you would have got some pink eye, too, you know? Yeah, maybe. Because she put her foot in there. I didn't see that, but maybe. (laughs) That's a possibility. I didn't look any deeper than the initial fouling. (laughs) Hey, thanks, Olga. Welcome to the party. It wouldn't be a party without you. Energy 95.3.